Good afternoon, welcome to the news here on Joy 99.7 FM. This bulletin is also live on Love 99.5 FM in Kumase, affiliates over 30 across the country and worldwide at myjoyonline.com. Coming up, Vice President of Imani Ghana reviews stress on his life following his endorsement of Vice President of Tatuma in the 2024 presidential elections. People were meeting about attacking me and there were efforts afoot. You know, you hear a lot of these things and I'm not saying this is NDC, but there are all kinds of surrogates and people who feel, you know, upset about anything and but despite the threat he remains optimistic the vice president is better than former president mahama for the nation's top job every measure you pick to rule on whether to go with vice president Bahamia or president mahama you'll find out that in his case there have been findings made and things established if we are going to look at track record then indeed we should not be making this mistake We'll hear from the camp of the former president, John Mahama. Also, the former president is promising to prove indebtedness of the produce buying company and says persons found culpable will be prosecuted. They have to stay and wait for accountability. When we come, we will probe what happened to PBC and hold them to account. These plus other stories in making the news this afternoon on Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Elton Brobe. Let's settle for the details now. Vice President of Imani Ghana, Kofi Bento, says his life and businesses are under threat following his endorsement of the Vice President of Tamama Dubaumia for the 2024 presidential election. Describing the development as unfortunate, Mr. Bento says he's unfazed and will continue to speak his mind regardless of the threat. So if tomorrow Imani is doing something and you say because Kofi Bento at a point endorsed the the first time in 30 years of my public advocacy, okay, you are not going to listen to me, that is fine. I will make my point and leave you to decide how you're going to deal with it. I have had a very interesting week and I had to, I was forced to even put it on my Facebook. People were meeting about attacking me and there were efforts afoot. You know, you hear a lot of these things and I'm not saying this is NDC, but there are all kinds of surrogates and people who feel, you know, upset about anything. And I, I don't have a problem with, you know, debating and, you know, intellectual discourse and debates, no matter how vigorous. Right. Okay. I block a lot of people on my Facebook, but I do that only when you insult. But if you want to debate me, no matter how actually fine, but people are planning to attack. Somebody says if NDC, NDC comes to power, they will collapse my business. Hmm. You know, uh, you hear wild things. There are serious personal prices to pay for some of these things. But... Mr. Bento has been heavily criticized for his comments demanding a fair hearing for the vice president as he seeks to lead the nation. Some of the view that Dr. Baumia cannot distance himself from the economic mess created by the coup for the government. But Kofi Bento says the, the vice president has a better record than the NDC flag bearer John Mahama. Have we gotten to a conclusion that Vice President Baumia was involved and has been found culpable? No. That Have he we... has supervised projects that have become scandalized. Have you gotten to a conclusion that finding has been made that tagged him with that? The answer is no. And I'm saying, on the other hand, as for rumors, there are plenty. And there are even more rumors on the side of President Mahama than Vice President Baumia. But in his case, findings have been made. And like I said, every measure you pick to rule on whether to go with Vice President Baumia or President Mahama, you'll find out that in his case, there have been findings made and things established. So again, you go forward and you realize that, look, if we are going to look at track record, then indeed, we should not be making this mistake. See, President Mahama himself uses examples like black stars. I recently heard, saw a skit where he was saying, oh, when he comes, he's going to rebuild the black stars, you know, with homegrown. I mean, 
I checked out of Black Stars. And go check my Facebook. I gave up on Black Stars. During President Muhammad's time, when we messed up so bad, they flew money from here to Brazil to go and pay footballers. All right? That is when I wrote it off. And since then, it's never been okay. So if the same person comes and says that, oh, I'm going to do this, look at the track record of what he actually has done on that. So again, everything you raise, if you check here, you the, check here. The Ghanaian voter. It didn't work. But despite his endorsement of the Vice President Kofi Bento is unhappy, Dr. Baumia's praise of the Bank of Ghana during his recent lecture. The worst part of the Vice President's speech was his praise of the Bank of Ghana. I found it despicable. For me, it was the worst part of everything. I'm an analyst, I have friends in the Bank of Ghana, whatever. He says so because the Bank of Ghana helped to save this government. But I'm not sure whether what the Bank of Ghana was doing was in the interest of the state. And I wanted you to focus on that because this is where sometimes you get the opportunity to show maybe a bit of objectivity. I totally disagree with Vice President Baumia on his praise for the Bank of Ghana. He may like what they did. I don't. And I think the Bank of Ghana have not shown themselves to be responsible in crisis. That is why we gave the Bank of Ghana independence. So that when governments mess up, you don't follow them into the mess. But an aide to the former president, Felix Kouachofuzi, said Dr. Baumia cannot exonerate himself from the record of the Kufuado government. Baumia is a joke compared to Mahama. And I'll prove it to you. They go about saying that, oh, in the first term of the Akufuado administration, I heard Bento say it, that Baumia was listening to on the economy. When you pointed out the praise that Akufuado or Safuafu and Co were lavishing on him. So in the second term, he was not listening to. That's what Bento is saying. So in effect, Bento is saying that. In the second term, the president immediately became crazy. So the things that worked for him, the very man who advised him to succeed, he decided to ignore him. You see, again, that claim, with the greatest respect to everybody, does not make sense. Akufuadu wants to fail so badly. He wants to go down as the worst president in Ghana's history. So he has who he himself describes as a brilliant, strong economist, but he won't listen to him so that he fails. Look, Bento may not know, but Every problem that we've encountered since 2021 stemmed from the decisions they made between 2017 and 2020, especially in 2020, the election year. It was the unbridled expenditure, the colossal budget deficit they left because of a desire to win elections, the misuse of public funds. That is what plunged us into the hole that we have not recovered from. Felix Gajov also speaks for the former president, John Mahaman. Let's stay a little longer with the former president because the National Democratic Congress has promised to probe the circumstances leading to the indebtedness of the produce buying company when the party is returned to power. According to the NDC Flavia, John Mahaman, his previous government left the company in a profitable state, attributing the present condition to mismanagement. Nana Yaojima has more in this report. And make the kind of losses that you make. And at the same time, According to the former president, the produce buying company in 2016 had a 30% share in total cocoa purchase and haulage in the country, but the company is unable to fulfill its obligation in recent times. About six financial institutions were successful in securing a court order to prevent any sale or transfer of assets of PBC Limited, including its headquarters. 
the order was secured following the failure of PBC Limited to honor its debt obligation to the six banks. Mr. Mahama, who is saddened by the situation, compares the present state of the company to his term in government. The 2016-2017 crop year, the produce buying company, which has existed for God knows how many decades, from Nkrumah's time, and has been one of the principal stakeholders in the cocoa industry. In 2016, PBC's share of cocoa purchases and haulage amounted to 30% of the total cocoa produced. Today, PBC's share is zero. And as I speak to you, the banks are auctioning PDC's assets because they owe the banks and they cannot pay. The workers of PBC have not been paid for about eight months to nine months, and it is not known when they would even receive their salary. Meanwhile, the NDC flag bearer at a meeting with some cocoa farmers assured of willingness to conduct a full-scale investigations into the matter and prosecute persons culpable. It is instructive to note that two of the directors who have led PBC into the ditch could see that they had finished the company and so they were looking for new careers. So they went and stood as parliamentary candidates on MPP tickets. And God doesn't sleep. Happily, they lost. <laughs> Happily, they both lost. And we thank God that he made them lose. Because you cannot behave like this. Run a profitable company like this into the ditch. And then now you want to bail out and go to parliament. They have to stay and wait for accountability. When we come, we will probe what happened to PBC. And hold them to account. For joining us, Nanaya Ojima reporting. And to some other stories now, an international organization for migration has revealed that 80% of migrants benefiting for any voluntary repatriation program in Ghana are their youthful age. This revelation came to the fore when 144 Ghanaians touched down at the Kotoka International Airport from Libya. These sets of returnees are adding up to a group of over 4,770 Ghanaians who have been assisted under a voluntary migration program by the IOM since 2017. Libya, Niger, and other parts of the Sahel are notable routes where desperate migrants make their perilous journey into Europe. There is more in this report. They are home at last. This air carrier touching down at the Kotoka International Airport is carrying 144 Ghanaians who voluntarily aborted their risky adventure to cross over into Europe. It is estimated that more than 20,000 migrants have died attempting to cross the Mediterranean into Europe. But this cohort returning to Ghana have been spared the peril. Some have harrowing accounts with a caution to the public to desist from trying similar perilous journeys. I went to the north, from the north, we got to Burkina Faso. From Burkina Faso, then we go to Nyame, Nyame, we go to Agades. That's where the journey started. So it took a week. We got there on Saturday, and the next Saturday we were in a place called Gatron. That's the border between Libya and Niger. And 16, I came back again, and 18, I was here. 19, I went back again, and 22, 30th November, I had a problem with my boss and. 
I, with the help of IOM, they brought me home. Good job, but we, we want to come here and stay, have something permanent doing. In line with its voluntary repatriation program, the International Migration Organization, in partnership with Ghana's Ministry of Youth and Sports, is seeking to bring back home more displaced Ghanaians from Libya, Morocco, and other parts of the Sahel. For now, those returning include 128 men, six women, and nine children. Before we go, the Kolobu Teaching Hospital says it will continue to charge the current fee for dialysis services despite a deficit of 400 Ghana cities in each section, building up to a debt of 2 million Ghana cities for the past three months. Director of Medical Services of the hospital, Dr. Uzi says Parliament would have to approve any increment in the prices of the service without which the hospital would have to continue charging the current fares. This comes after the chief executive of the hospital revealed it accumulated 2 million cities just three months after the government set to a debt of four million cities. We'll hear from the medical director shortly, but first, here's a report by my colleague Prince Kuduga of our health desk. Very common emotions last year as a renal unit of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital was shut down due to an accumulation of debt in excess of four million Ghana cities. Because at the moment we are sitting in a four million uh, city hall. If we are to operate at uh, our uh, current capacity, which is about 2,000 uh, dialysis sessions every month, then it means that we are going to accumulate about 961,000 cities of debt every month. The patients said the high cost of treatment makes it difficult for them to follow the prescribed sessions. You are becoming a burden to the society. You pick a phone, you pick a phone, you want to call your friend. He knows you are coming to ask for money, so you will not even pay because he knows you are coming to ask money. And it's true. When you call the person, it's money. These prompted series of conversations, including Jordan's thought leadership event on the matter, where the presidential advisor on health promised the debt will be cleared. We are waiting for what they are supposed to bring and then to be worked on as quickly as possible. The money is provided, is supposed to be provided by the Minister of Finance, isn't it? And it will be done. Now we can listen to the medical director of the hospital, Dr. Owusu Sechwe. Um, we have made our case uh, to Parliament. I know they also have to go through their own uh, systems and then processes to be able to approve of it. I think um, if there is any pressure that could be brought to bear, it could be directed at Parliament so that we uh, look at the, uh, the cost realistically. And more importantly, to also look at alternative ways of uh, funding Dali. Dr. Osu Sachra is the Director of Medical Services with the Kolebu Teaching Hospital. What well, that's it for the news at 12 here on Joy News. For more stories, log on to our website, myjoyonline.com. The Sports Joy Sports link is up next on your radio. Have a good afternoon.